You are listening to episode 73 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. And today we're going to ask the question, is your life rent or own? You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week on the podcast, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most and have a lot more fun in the process. All right, let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. I am so happy to have you here today. We're going to use a real estate metaphor as an analogy for your life. Are you ready? But first, let me ask you, does your job or business own you or rent you? Does your marriage or romantic partner own you or rent you? What about your kids? What about your mother? And do you rent or own your dog? It's a funny framing, isn't it? But as I was asking these questions and kind of proposing these scenarios, did you notice thoughts of curiosity or discomfort? I often coach people on workplace issues. I mean, we spend a lot of time at work. So of course, whether you work for a job, a company, or you have your own company and employ others, it's not uncommon for people to come to me asking guidance on how they can develop work-life balance. And I was having an interesting conversation with someone who is really in this internal struggle. And it's quite honestly, a lot of the struggles we're in are the ones that live in our brain. And it's like, I I don't know how to draw boundaries. Are your skills available to rent to your company or do they own you and they own all of the time? And I think it's, it's something to really think about that in some of our relationships, including the one we have with our work, we don't act like landlords of our time and our other resources, we feel like other people have equal ownership stake because they have a financial investment. I think that's why it comes up a lot in workplaces. Today's teaching isn't about whether it's necessarily true or not. If people have an equal ownership stake in your life and your time and your attention, but what it's like when you start to see yourself as a person who is available for rent at current market rates. Versus, well, I have to do this because they're the boss. I have to do this because it's the job. So I'm going to use an everyday object to illustrate this a little bit. Let's pick at random a stainless steel water bottle. I have these little Bubba cups. Stainless steel has a straw in it. I love them. I use them every day. Now imagine you have a water bottle that's owned by someone else, but they're allowing you to use it. How do you treat it? And would you treat it any differently if you owned it? Now, imagine that you have stainless steel water bottles available for rent. How do you treat those? And how do you expect other people to treat it? You know, if it's, it's interesting just to think, would you treat your stainless steel water bottle differently if you have rented it versus purchased it? And what you would expect if you were the one renting it. I think there are obviously a lot of people who rent things to others. And as part of that rental, there are, you know, rules of engagement, things that are expected of the renter. 
to maintain the property. For example, I have a friend who rents properties out and there are rules of how someone can be an appropriate guest, even if that guest is paying for the service. If you were renting water bottles and bicycles for people to go and enjoy your neighborhood, you may have certain expectations that if you rent this, you agree to take care of it, that you're not going to trash it or abuse it, and you're going to return it on time. So it's just fun to play with this concept that seeing if your mindset changes when you go between the identity of an owner compared to a landlord. Now let's talk about you in your renter mindset. If you're renting a home for the week for vacation, or you went to the beach and rented a bike to go for a ride, what do you feel about renting something and how do you treat it? I just think it's really fun to notice if we have differences at all and why. So now let's bring it back to that original conversation around work. Imagine you work in a corporate job full time. And imagine, and maybe, you know, maybe you already do. Do you get paid by the hour for the number of hours in a week? Can they ask you to do anything at any time? And how do you feel about whether they are renting your time or if they own it? How does it make you feel? So let's imagine a traditional corporate job. It may say in your employment agreement with them that that covers a certain amount of work, or it may just be certain job duties. Let's say your employment agreement doesn't state a standard work week somewhere along the way in the Industrial Revolution, probably. They invented this concept of a 40-hour week. I actually might look that up and throw that resource in the show notes if I find the history of that. But what if they don't? Let's say you can do a fantastic job for them in 32 hours a week. Or maybe the work they're giving you exceeds 40 hours a week and it's 50 hours a week. How do you set boundaries if the terms of rental of your skills and expertise aren't clear? I think when it comes to this dream of having good work-life balance, when people say that, to be clear, chances are they're, they're really saying, I feel like I have to work, work, work. I don't feel like I can set boundaries. I feel like I'm owned. They don't see that they're the landlords of their skill set, experience, and time, that they are being rented by the corporation, either by the hour or another metric of delivery. Play with this idea of what would it be like if you saw yourself as this impressive bundle of skills, experience, and time available for rent. Yes, I am happy to be your employee. I think it's wonderful that you've decided to rent my skills and experience. What would shift in your mind? And let's be clear, this metaphor probably would fall down if, if we took it too far. But I want to get you thinking about what happens in your mind and where you feel your power. If you were to shift yourself from thinking, oh, I, I have to work, I have to do it, uh, 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 what it would be like if you said, yes, corporation, it's your lucky day. I am available for you to rent me for 40 hours a week. I may be willing at that same rate to work a contingency of 10% extra hours. 
What would make you feel more powerful? And powerful people might deliver better quality work. So this is really where this idea came from is for me, I decided I wanted to see myself as an amazing set of skills, experience, intelligence, strengths, you know, personality qualities. There's all the things that make me, me. I choose to see myself as the shop owner. These are things that for the right price and with the right terms are available for rent. And another thing, when you're a full-time employee, you look at, a lot of people look at their company as providing security. You know, and there's, there's again, sort of this power dynamic. Gee, I sure hope the company's doing well so that they'll take care of me in exchange for everything I've done for them. But what if you saw yourself as the shop owner of the, you know, the collection of skills, experience, and qualities that is you? Then you would say, is this company performing in the market in a way that it seems wise for me to rent this chunk of time to them on a regular basis? It really puts you back in a place of personal power. So I just encourage you to playfully experiment with how your mind can totally change your sense of personal power. It's not the job or the company or their metrics or their finances or their expectations. When you become the owner operator of you and you see yourself as being available for rent, perhaps, it really puts you in a different headspace. I have talked to people working in corporate that feel completely trapped in their jobs and and subject to the whims of the management in their jobs. And I have met lots of people who work in corporate environments who feel perfectly fine setting boundaries because they know they have something that's available for rent and they don't get to rent 24 hours, seven days a week. I know entrepreneurs who feel completely trapped by their businesses. And I know entrepreneurs who see themselves as independent operators and their services are available for rent or purchase, and they feel free. Let's go beyond the work example. I know people who feel completely free in their marriages and some who feel constrained. Well, I'd like to do that, but I can't because my partner won't like it. And I know people who are like, yeah, I I still get to choose. We have decided to make this agreement and I might choose to run things by, but I'm still free. Or they'll say, my partner's not going to love if I take off for six months to go fishing in Bali. <laughs> that sounds so nice. Um, you know, the, this may be something where you're like, yes, but I choose. I choose that my partnership is more important. Because, well, I can't. You know how it is. So I hope this playful set of questions has you thinking about where in your life you want to be an owner, the landlord, the storekeeper, the person with something on offer. Do you know that you can even have this dynamic if you're parenting small children? Listen, as a mom, I have certain things available to my children but they don't have access to everything all the time. 
I don't think we often think of that dynamic, but it's true. I mean, some people really do allow their children to completely own their life and their choices, and they feel so disempowered. But there are other parents who are like, listen, these are the skills and resources that are available to you. It's just a very different vibe in those kinds of families. Seriously, play with this idea. Where in your life do you feel like a renter who can't paint the walls your favorite color? And where in your life do you feel like you are available for rent at at appropriate terms? So my invitation for you this week is to go out in the world and just notice. Notice your mindset with this metaphor in mind. See if there are areas in your life where you might benefit from a reframing to take fuller ownership of your own power. You are empowered to draw tidy boundaries where they might be missing. Just something to play with. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next week.